Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I love talking to artists and especially artists who's been in it for a while. The perspective is always vastly different than some of the current crop. And it's a good time to be in in the hip hop game as the resurgence of 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 the underground scene is really moving. Hip hop yeah. has spread into different genres now, so you don't have to stay in one lane anymore. This hip hop, you there's a brand of hip hop for everyone. So if you're not into the trap oh, yeah. scene, that's okay. If you're not into the mumble scene, that's okay. There's something for you, and that's what's great about mm-hmm. hip hop. So we try to bring variety to the show for everyone can see the different corners of hip hop. So that's why when you see guests that you may not be familiar with, that we're doing that on purpose. But you can really be aware what the good hip hop that being put out there. And if you listen to this on the 26th, well, go right now because one of the my anticipated albums of the years is is coming um, from Keys and Kazzy. Their their album right now, Keys to Kazzy, is available now. Hit the link below. You don't gotta go be searching for it. It's in the link in the bio. Go hit it. Yes, sir. And they're both here, gentlemen. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, brother, thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, likewise, exactly, man. Thanks for having us. It's man. so good to got, have you both on. We love, we love talking to a variety of people, but I've been keeping my eye on this record for a little bit because of the history and and the lineage that both of you have in the yeah. individually in the hip hop game. You're not new in the hip hop game. You've been you've all. been doing it for a while. You've seen it grow. Shift, not look familiar. Now it looks familiar. Trying to find your... When putting this album together and thinking about it, what was your idea of how to create this album, the the themes in it? Because it's from what I've heard so far, the six, seven tracks that I've heard so far, it's Mm. not just an album that is meant to just be a quick listen and move on. There's a lot of digesting going on. Oh, yeah. Um, so I look oh, yeah. forward to hearing the full of it. Why? And, 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 and how did this come to be? Easy. You want to go first when we write? <laughs> you know, I'm not because, hey, I don't think people realize the first time in history, like history was made when this album was done on several aspects. Um, yeah, this is Kazi's congratulations. First fully produced album as a producer. Um, when Salute, he spoke to my man. With the idea, homie was like, man, I really, I, I know I got bars, but I know I got beats and I want the world to hear them. And he was like, keys, I want you to hop on these tracks, bro, the authenticity and the way you come off. And at the time, I wasn't really into the industry standpoint anymore, not necessarily the contract signing and the money getting paid, right. but it was the relationships and the way people was treating hip hop. It was almost like a viable right. option, like a part time job. They treat it like a yeah. Central K 76 gas station job. When this is priceless, this is artwork. This is like a exactly. museum, you know. So, exactly. um, after two years, Kazi asked me for two years to do the album, and he sent me this zip file full of beats. And I told him, I said, you know what, we're gonna do this album. I said these beats are dope. I said, but one, we're not gonna take it the same way that everybody else do it. So we're not gonna conform. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take it personal, and we're right. gonna do it our way. Um, right. Kazi, Kazi was literally like freestyling the beats, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like he said, hey, these are the beats, pick from these. For the most part, he was like, I can hear you on this. Okay, boom. So I grabbed my phone and improvisational freestyle the verses into my voice command of my phone, and that's the verse. And then I yeah. knock out the verse. So the whole album is improvisational freestyle, but each yeah. song is a storybook from my life. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or the lives we lived coming up. Like, remember when? You know, oh, was reminiscing on back in the days. The little hopscotch right. at the park. The girls with the candy curls. You know, things of that sort. Right. And then Kazi hit me with some watch your mouth. You know, and he's like, man, we need yeah, a hard rapper on it. Guilty Simpson jumped on it. So all the features mm-hmm. kind of happened in place as we were going track by track. It was, it's literally, the album is improvisational freestyle from the beat, the creation, the idea. Yeah. And Kazi gave me the freedom to roam on the, on the lyrics. He had the freedom to roam on the production and the outcome yeah. is basically an improvisational freestyle album. I don't think anybody has done a voice command freestyle album ever. Hell nah. Yeah, just raw, man. You know, when I, I told him first, I was like, yo, I want this album to be raw as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what a lot of people were forgetting about. And I, and I, and I stressed about the DJ. You know, a lot of people forgot about the DJ, man. My shit. man's DJ Grasshopper. You know what I'm Talk saying? We, we put him in the fold, man. And and he smashed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't hear cuts like that on hip hop mm. no more, man. And it's sad. It's sad because that, the, the, the DJ is everything. You know what I'm saying? We're, yeah, we're master of ceremony, but we ain't nothing without the DJ. You know what I'm saying? And as far as like production, man, I, I told him, look, man, I, I want you to rap over to the rawest beats, man. I want to cast a trip. I don't want this to be a pretty album. I want this to be dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like dirty. We need that. You know, we definitely need that right now, man. You know, right. you know, not knocking anybody out right now. Much respect to everybody out there. They're doing their thing. But yo, over here, we keep it dirty. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. and I prefer and, that because I'm from Brooklyn. So, you know, that my, yes, sir. that's where my leanings are is. Oh, yeah. Is that. And oh, yeah. I'm. I'm someone who can't be really convinced too much. I grew up in the, you know, I grew up in the nineties. I have my biases. Yeah. I love my East yeah. coast rap. I was definitely oh, yeah. an East coast guy. Fuck the West. I only do East coast. <laughs> I was in it. I lived through it. And of course my sensibilities are a lot more. I'm older now. I have yeah. more sensibilities so I could definitely listen to this, but hip hop has always been. And I've said this several times on the show, poor man's music. This is poor yeah. man's music. It wasn't yeah. designed to make people rich. It wasn't designed for us to live that lifestyle. It was designed mm-hmm. as as a rebellion towards the people taking things from us, music programs, exactly. Uh, exactly. housing, uh, uh, human exactly. dignities, and it was our protest music. Hip-hop mm-hmm. is punk music in a different form, and that's the sense that I got from this. It's a different type yeah. of rebellion, though, um, because mm-hmm. obviously hip-hop has grown. and, and Oh, yeah. This generation has grown, but we have a new generation who are in their teenage years being rebellious. It all makes sense mm. when you come mm. from that perspective. But here, a perspective of, from you, from your style of music, where it's rooted in fundamental hip hop, the DJ, the MC, and the lyrics. But there's oh, also yeah. just this idea of the creativity is coming through this improv movement in terms mm-hmm. of letting just whatever comes out be the pillar what right. the album is is that a scary approach to making music um i would be frightened uh, but yeah. <laughs> it's also i would imagine thrilling because you don't actually know what's going to come out oh yeah and that's the beauty of it man you're experimenting you know what i'm saying you're experimenting with, with lyrics words sounds drums beats all that man and i think that's what Music is is a big big experiment, bro, and I think you can you can take it however you want to take it. It's up to y'all to to love it. You know what I'm saying? It's up to y'all. We we all we have to do is make it. We know it's dope. You know what I'm saying? We know it's dope, but we want y'all to hear. You know what I'm saying? To touch bases on both of what you guys said, because key points you both brought up. So to touch on Cosby's really quick into what he was saying, because that's key and fundamental. Who yeah. made the rules on what authentic hip hop should sound like? Exactly. The trend did. 
Okay, so when you come out with something, and this is the mistake artists make nowadays. Back in the days when Da Vinci and all of these painters was making their art, they didn't go out and say, what do you want me to paint today? They right. painted it and gave it up to the person that was viewing it, the depiction of what they interpreted from that photo. Exactly. So spinning back to what you were saying about rap being a rebellious music. The reason it wasn't designed to make money because it was the pulling back of the curtain so you could see reality behind mm -hmm. what society and corporate America was showing as the quote unquote American dream. The American dream was decided by who? So when we started pulling back the curtains and talking hours, we were saying, yeah, it's tough. The struggle is hard. However, this is our American dream. And what ended up happening is the fuel, which was machine money, no different than when people from the hood, the little girls that were cute, the dudes from the other side of town with money that were twice the age would roll through the hood. Those little chicks would never think they'd see that money on their own. So they go mm -hmm. run to the dude in the Acura Legend 92 coupe with the S curl light yeah. skin with the EKs. Cause she thinking that's her way out. You get what I'm saying? That's basically what corporate America did to hip hop. They rolled Straight through the hood and they luxury automobiles with their S-curls and their EKs. And they promised these rappers the world. And it turned from a rebellion against to a viable option. So they started mm -hmm. dumbing down and watering down the product. And now it's about the entertainment and not the lyricism. That's why exactly. nowadays you can have a ghostwriter and they'll say, oh, but he spits a dope. Whereas back in the days, if you got caught as with a ghostwriter, you were 86 from the game. Gone. The artist, yeah, right. the artist from Millie Vanilli committed suicide because he yeah, got caught man. lip thinking. That's mm -hmm. how detrimental ghostwriters and people doing your lyrics were back in the days. So now the right. authenticity is stripped. A new picture is painted, but instead of the artist painted from their imagination, they're painted based on what the trends are. We do the opposite. Right. Now, the last thing right. I add to that is this is what's happening as a result. Cats our age to stay in the game, they're acting half their age to compete with what's hot right now. And they, it's like standing on the corner as an OG with the youngsters. You smoking with them, you drinking with them, you chilling with them. And then when you try to kick knowledge, they like, what the hell are you trying to tell me? What the hell, exactly. I'm doing. So exactly. our music is basically saying, hey, when you get our age, you can still be dope, you can still be authentic, and you don't have to do what they say. And if you put 99% right. of them in a booth against us, rap like a <laughs> artifact. Straight up, straight up. Real talk. Straight up. There's a lot there to digest. I recently did. <laughs> I recently went on a rant because there were, there's just some legacy artists that I follow that you know that we grew up on that are just doing mm -hmm. some of that conversion into more of the contemporary style of hip hop and right. and I'm like so who's your audience and and the thinking doesn't make sense to me like your audience is now appealing to a younger audience which mm -hmm. I understand I can understand that from a business just brought in yeah. but they're not necessarily seeing you as a viable act to buy into anyway there's a disconnect between the two just because you change your sound doesn't mean that the audience is going to gravitate towards you because they see That's you true. as the older guy the, right they're right? gonna laugh they're gonna so, straight up laugh yeah like. yeah it, it, that doesn't make sense the other side mm -hmm. of me is when hip-hop was growing and especially in the 90s and everyone was winning the Wu Tang, the Tribe Called Quest, the Mob Deep, so almost yeah. anybody put out it was right. every, everything was original, yeah. but people were selling. They were selling records. Right. What happened to that audience? That does. Why aren't they buying records anymore? Because mm. it just seems like that audience either given up or aren't in the scene anymore to the numbers. Because there's no reason right. why Wu Tang's core audience, who bring in millions for them 
shouldn't be buying them millions either. And now, now right. Wu Tang's quality exactly. is a little, you know, up and down. Yeah. I, that's granted. But the audience seems to not go with the artists as they continue. Um, mm-hmm. You could look at AZ, Keith Murray, Eric Sherman just dropped something. Why isn't the audience there from your perspective? Because you guys study this. You know this. So yeah. I'm confused because they get my money, yeah. but it just doesn't seem like it's a number. Yeah. Me and Keith talked were, about that the other day. We talked, remember, yeah. we talked about that. Now, go ahead, bro. We t- Yeah, we had talked about that, man. It's like, honestly, I think everybody just got older, man. You know what I'm saying? And they just, you know what I mean? Just said, hey, the hell with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, they just don't care no more. You know what I'm saying? It's sorry. I'm sorry to say that's just how I feel sometimes, man. You know, they just you know, don't care. It also you know, and is. you want to grow with these artists. You want to see the growth in their timeline through their mm-hmm. life. And I right. call it lyrical pedophilia for this reason. When my eight-year-old's in the second grade and that song with Chris Brown came on and we driving to school, I'm not paying attention. And they say, you got to eat booty like groceries. So my <laughs> second grader asked me, daddy, why would somebody want to eat booty like groceries? I put the mm. car on hazard, the hazards on park, it jumped off the car and started cracking up. up. <laughs> then got back in the car and I had to explain to her the shock factor. She said, uh-huh. people are grownups and kids are right. Here. This is a second right. grader telling me that. So what has happened, what I mean by lyrical pedophilia, is the average 33 to 35-year-old is making their music to appeal to the average 12 to 16-year-old. And there they're making is. so much of a habit of it, they're picking up the spirits and the attitude of little children. Mm-hmm. Now, while the parents want some real authentic stuff, they're, try- they're tired of going back to um, nostalgia and older music to get that right. feeling. So right. imagine, we are I- I'm proud to say I'm 41 years old, right? But now someone 41 can hear this album and say, damn, I remember mm-hmm. that. Damn, mm-hmm. I feel that. And it Dang. has the lyrics. You know? I have them too. I got the chill saying mm-hmm. And it has the, the lyricism of the golden era and age. But it's talking about today's times. Exactly. So I think what has happened is parents like me, I spend more music on downloads for my kids and the music they listen to than I do mm-hmm. for myself because I'm being busy working the job, putting mm-hmm. the album together, trying to get dates set up for tours getting interviews set up, you know, and that's not even mentioned in the quality time. So what I've learned right. to do is people like us that are into music, we get together as a collective. Kazi mm-hmm. and I make an album. We do this radio interview. We stay within an inner collective. I think where that's going to change is when more people our age start doing music to represent our generation. Yeah. And it will open their eyes and that OG will look right. at his kid and say, no, I'm not going to download, um, um, I nutted on your camel toe, but right. I'm going to let you hear the keys to Kazi. Check out these bars. And now the kid right. is getting some authenticity and it's not mm-hmm. what they heard a million times from Public Enemy or De La Soul or Tribe Called Quest. Nothing wrong with right. that. But the kids say, you always play this. Play him something new and watch what happens. Exactly, man. I agree. I agree, man. I definitely agree. Kazi, when, when you're... Obviously, you have different skill sets. You bring so much to the table. Mm-hmm. You're not yep. limited to one thing or the other. Nope. You're a jack mm-hmm. of all trades. That's a part of being an artist, right? Is like, yeah. If you don't know, you'll figure it out. Whatever noise yeah. you hear in your head, you try to figure out how to get it out. I'm sure there's moments where ideas, melodies just pop in your head and you're like, how, how do all I write Like, is, is that like aneurysm producing because even with oh. my contribution to the this is doing this this podcast for with the idea that we're celebrating hip hop from a perspective of 
the OGs, yeah. we'll celebrate the OGs and educate the new cats because we want you to right. win. We do, and right. we want and we want right. you to talk. We want to talk about you 10, 20 years from now. But yeah. you got to look past and just making the summer music. You're here for one summer, and you're exactly. gone. Um, exactly. How do you keep all the like your ideas? When I'm mm -hmm. doing the podcast, I'm always thinking, how do I make it different? Yeah. How do I do Progress, it better? Yeah. No one tells me how to do this. I have my own way of doing it. Other podcasts yeah. do it different ways. I don't even know how to record half the shit they do. I just yeah. know how I do it. Yeah. But that's what hip-hop is. No one can tell you how to do it. Right. How do you keep those right. ideas in your head, and how do you put it out there without, like, I would imagine you can't uh -huh. have all these ideas come out right. that are right. going through your head. Yeah, it's hard, man. Sometimes, dude, there's there's sometimes where I wake up out of my sleep and I come in here and I just knock them out. You know what I mean? It's it's not really it's not really hard. Some people would say it would drive them crazy because they have all kinds of melodies in their head. They're just like, oh my god, like what do I do with this? Me on the other hand, man, I come in here, man, I'll roll me something up, I'll, I'll burn the sage, and I'll just get busy. The first, I, what I try to do, man, is I try to pull the first drum that I see. I don't want to go through a gang of drums. I'll just pull the first drum. Because if I go through a lot of drums, I'm gonna I'm gonna confuse myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just start picking, grabbing, grabbing that. Once I have everything inside the NPC, I'll just start making the drums. I'll make the drums. I'll go through all the stuff that I sample. If I ain't sampling, I'm playing live. You know what I mean? I'll start matching it up, and it just it falls into place, man. I mean, I, I honestly I trip out just like when when Keys is like, man, I don't know where it's coming from, bro. I don't know where it's coming from. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. It just happens, man, and I and I love it. And there's times where I'm like, yo, I hope it doesn't go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I pray to God this don't go away. And and by the grace of God, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? But there are times where, like, I do go on a beat block, but I'll start writing. And there's times where I get on a writer's block and I got mad beats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a kind of like a give and take, you know? But um, it doesn't bother me at all. It's all in my head. It's just progression, man. Just keep going. You know what I mean? Just, just what keep did, going. What did you cut your teeth on? Everybody has, like, that... Uh, nothing changes yeah. more than production. One, one, yeah. one is MPC, then it's this, then oh, it's yeah. that. But everyone started somewhere figuring yeah. this out. Because truth be told, everyone knows us who listen to the show continuously. I always wanted to be the RZA. I don't know how he did it. Yeah. I bought myself some turntables. I, I figured yeah. that's where you started from. I, if you yeah. pull back, I see people pull back the record, but I bought the wrong table. Mm -hmm turntable so I snapped the ribbons I didn't know Shit. no one telling me yeah. there was no YouTube back then you figured it out right. how did you figure right. it out what did you cut your teeth on um honestly man um with Liv man just watching Liv can't kick Ono I remember Ono used to let me use his NPC back in the day he was like hey go and knock yourself out you know what I'm saying I'm like word yeah just give me like a hundred dollars I'm like cool man I'll give you 200 let's go you know what I'm saying so I would hey, I would just give him bread just let let him like let me use it bro rented and yeah you know what I'm saying? And it was dope. And peace out to Ono, man. That, that's my yeah. brother right there, man. He has one you know of my what favorite mean? But, records out. Oh, yeah. Out oh, with, yeah. Um, blue? Him. Yeah, Blue. Oh, great. Yeah, album. man. Great yeah. Album. Oh, yeah. But, man, I, I, dude, he like him, Lib, Can't Kick, man. They really actually showed me the ropes, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially Can't Kick. But um, what I actually really, really first started working on was the, was the uh, EPS. Can't Kick's EPS. And then after the EPS, like I said, you know, Ono let me use his MPC. Got from there. Um, Liv was showing me how to do the SP12, which was crazy complicated because you're not dealing with the waveform. You're dealing with numbers. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of different from with the NPC because the NPC is like you have everything right there at your disposal. The 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 workflow is just amazing. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
from my, but when I first got my own equipment, I started with Pro Tools. Oh no, I'm sorry, uh, Fruit Loose. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah, so I started making beats on that. That was actually my first studio ever in my house. You know what I mean? Um, I graduated from that. I went up to uh, the MPC and then I got Logic. So Logic is what I actually do our vocals on. Um, I sometimes make beats on Logic, you know, very rarely, but everything's the MPC now. Man, Akai, man, they make the best, the best equipment, man. I mean, it's just hands down, yo. You know what I'm saying? Hands down. But yeah, yeah, MPC is a staple. Yeah. There's oh, a yeah. lot to say about hip hop, but. I like I like when people touch the pads. I just yeah, oh man, just so like, can, I like I just at least give me that much. Um, yeah. I'm just worried. Like I just don't want people to. This might sound like a clap back of certain people. <clears throat> I don't want people to give me a good five years and then they disappear. Disappear, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you, Riza. I'm. I said it. it, hurts <laughs> hard to say it. Like yeah, it happens, said, man. You, and then it just seemed like. The great flood of the Wu Tang basement that killed all the beats just kind of yeah, pulled man. his 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 uh, yeah. creativeness, and I, I just think there's something about the RZA and, and people of his ilk that just originality and just throwing shit against the wall. It's kind of like what I heard from this album. Um, it's just like this, like just just go for it, original, mm -hmm. but still rooted in 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 hip hop rules oh, yeah. and and. An engagement so you know i want to congratulate oh, yeah. just putting out records knowing that we still have to work and kids oh yeah and commitments is is not easy uh not saying that the question i have is when are you coming to brooklyn to do a show because you know uh, i still got some man leftover, hook it up i still got some leftover tax money you know yeah. I, could, I could i could do a few shows is there plans for the tour and uh, touring is that still being set up yeah, they, we're working on it, right, Keys? We're trying to get everything taken care of. We're trying to do the radio tour and then um, definitely do some touring. But, yo, if you if you willing to get us out there, man, hey, we there. You know what I'm saying? I've never been to Brooklyn, dog. I've never been I've never been to New York, never been to Brooklyn. I'm so down to go, man. So down to go, yo. You know what I mean? Because we were talking with the label in regards to possibly making some trips out to New York for some radio interviews. Yep. So if that's something that's still in the makes, we can maybe see if we can reach out to you in advance. Mm -hmm. Trying to coordinate, oh, you know, sure. doing the show while we're out there. Yeah. For sure, for sure, we'll definitely we'll talk offline. A uh, shout out to okay. Below System Records. They, you know, they're on the come up. Yes. They have some good artists. They just oh, dropped yeah. that Ito and Superior uh, record. They got the young cat uh, from Chicago, Dizzy, who people should keep yeah. their eye on. He he he's young, Dizzy. but he has a lot of potential there. And and oh, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to his next record but most importantly do us a favor i know that people check out the show but I'm more for you to check out the artists that's why they're here hit the link below check out the album keys to kazi uh, available right now if you're listening to day one of this drop right now listen up and let other people know yes if you're going to stream it stream it we get it that's a convenient for people but consider buying the album really consider yeah. buying the album they get way more of the cut if you buy the album especially if you buy mm -hmm. it through Bandcamp the, 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 the man doesn't take as much um, right exactly, um, exactly. And, and so if you're gonna buy it just buy it from where the artist gets the most um, and it might be a little inconvenience for us but honestly it goes a long way um, and we encourage you that any plans for physicals of releases yeah the CDs I think the CD comes out the same day right 
Is it the same yep, day? Yep. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it comes out the same day. Yeah, the, the, the digi pack. with a couple people. Yes, yeah. Sir. And I think we're doing vinyl. I'm not too sure about the vinyl yet, but I think we're yeah, working I, on yeah, the vinyl. Yeah, they were debating on a limited precedent. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right, guys. Yeah. Let's keep yeah, your eyes on that for all you collectors. I'm, you know me, I'm going to be the first one on it. Uh, go get the album right now, Kisa Kazi. Go check it out and go tell a friend. Uh, Good Hip Hop is still being made. It's there. You may have to look for it, but it's there and it's worth it. I highly recommend it. Um, so go do a Crush A Lot podcast. Hit the links below. We're out. Peace. Peace, y'all.